Welcome to the 20th episode of the Padres podcast for 2023, a message of hope and encouragement for those serving in the British Army, and in particular at the CMC, the Combat Manoeuvre Centre, based here in Bovington and Lulworth in Dorset. This is Padre Matt Dietz, and I welcome you to the Padres podcast community. Now, I'm a regular army chaplain with a biblical Christian worldview, but whatever your own particular viewpoint on faith in the forces, the Padres podcast is designed for all to stimulate your mind and strengthen your spirit to enable each of us to play our full part in the shared business of defence. For those of you who've been following the Padres podcast for a while, you'll know that I've just finished a series of seven podcasts looking at the seven deadly sins. Now, if you missed any of these, well, they're all there waiting for you on Spotify and you can take a listen at any time. This episode is a remembrance special and it's published on Friday the 10th of November, the day before the National Armistice Day, where the nation stops at 11 o'clock and holds a two-minute silence in remembrance of all those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice and laid down their lives in war and conflict such that we may live in peace and safety. The first Armistice Day took place in the grounds of Buckingham Palace on the morning of the 11th of November 1919, following a banquet hosted the night before by the King, King George V, to honour the President of the Republic of France at the end of the First World War. The familiar red poppy was officially adopted the following year, 1920, spearheaded by a French lady, Madame Guérin, and the Royal British Legion adopted this iconic emblem of remembrance in 1921, the following year. Poppies have been worn worldwide in November for over a hundred years now, and many people, including those of us serving in the British military, wear our poppy with pride as a visible sign of our remembrance and our commitment to strive for peace. Now, as you know, I serve at the Combat Manoeuvre Centre, formerly known as the Armour Centre, and it's here in Bovington at Lulworth that we have trained soldiers and officers of the Royal Armoured Corps for over a hundred years. I have the privilege of leading the Remembrance Sunday service here in Bovington. It's held at the Tank Museum, where over 500 people gather each year to make their act of remembrance, to sing, to hear the scriptures read, and to lay wreaths of remembrance at the Royal Armoured Corps Memorial Wall. It's a very moving occasion, and it's very humbling for me as the Padre to lead the service. Given our professional focus on armour, I've chosen a passage of scripture from St Paul's letter to the Ephesians for this year's remembrance service, the sixth chapter, and the passage appropriately entitled, The Full Armour of God. We'll hear that passage read for us in a little while as part of this podcast. And the question I'm asking for this episode is this, remembrance, does your armour fit? Now, down here in Bovington, armour is, of course, at the very heart of all we do. When you think of the word armour, you probably think of the tank or another armoured vehicle. And armour in this context is all about physical protection. But of course, soldiers of the Royal Armoured Corps, who operate from these armoured vehicles, 
also, like other dismounted troops, wear body armour for their own personal protection, again providing physical protection for their bodies, and vital it is too. But what about spiritual protection? Is there armour to provide spiritual protection, to complement our body armour and our vehicle armour too? Well, the answer is yes, absolutely there is. It's the full armour of God. And that's the focus of this episode of the Padres podcast. As with many previous episodes, I'm asking and answering a question. And the question for this episode is simply this. Remembrance, does your armour fit? Now, you may be surprised to learn, but the word armour appears dozens of times in the Bible, both Old and New Testaments. Clearly, none of those references talk about armour as in armoured vehicles. Perhaps if I'd included chariots in my search, it would have been a different matter. The origin of the phrase chariots of fire, for example, is straight out of the Old Testament. But armour, as in body armour, is mentioned, as I say, dozens of times. You may well know the famous story of David and Goliath, but one of the details in that story is that the boy David was given King Saul's coat of armour to protect him in battle against Goliath. But David, having tried it on for size, refused to wear it. Not only did it not fit, but he knew that the protection that he needed would come not from metal, but from Almighty God. It's an awesome story, and you can read all about it in the first book of Samuel, chapter 17 in the Old Testament. It's well worth a read. In the New Testament, however, armour takes on a spiritual as well as a physical meaning. In the letter to the Romans, for example, the Apostle Paul encourages the new believers in Yeshua, that's Jesus, to cast off the works of darkness, he says, and let us put on the armour of light. Now that's fascinating to me. The idea that light, and it was Jesus who famously said, I am the light of the world. Yes, the idea of light being protection against the works of darkness, i.e. evil. Well, that's really deep and it's well worth thinking about. Paul himself knew a thing or two about combating darkness with light. Though he wasn't a military man, he was no stranger to combat. In his lifetime, Paul was given 39 lashes, not once, but five painful times. He was beaten, even stoned, not once, but on three separate occasions. Paul was shipwrecked four times, and once he spent 36 hours adrift in the Mediterranean Sea, presumed drowned. He was arrested three times, thrown into prison six times. Indeed, the Apostle Paul spent five and a half years of his life in solitary confinement. It was clear that Satan, the prince of darkness, was dead against Paul's preaching of the good news of Jesus as saviour of the world. But despite all this hardship, Paul still maintained his commitment to and his faith in Jesus as the light. That's why he referred to the light as armour. Now, one of the letters that Paul wrote from prison, no less, was the letter to the Ephesians. And in the final part of the final chapter, he wrote a fantastically strong encouragement for believers to put on the full armour of God. And it's this passage, Ephesians chapter 6, 
which I'll be using in the Remembrance Service this year. So listen now as Trooper Lomalagi from Ajax Troop, one of our fine soldiers from Fiji, reads Ephesians chapter 6, reading from verse 10, put on the full armour of God. taken from the New Testament, the letter of Paul to the Ephesians, the sixth chapter and reading from the verse 10. Remembrance does your armor fit. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the power of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the devil of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the wood and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, my thanks to Trooper Lomelagi there for his reading. And what a great passage about putting on the full armour of God that it is. So what are the Padre's three takeaways from this reading, which can encourage us and give us hope as we reflect on our question, Remembrance, does your armour fit? Well, takeaway number one is this. Just like when we wear our physical body armour to protect our bodies, We can't just pick and mix and decide, oh, I'll wear my combat helmet, but not my body armour today. I'm sure it'll be fine. No, physical armour comes as a package of protection, and so does spiritual armour. We're reminded by Paul to put on the full armour of God. What does that mean in practical terms? Well, let's remind ourselves. The spiritual equivalent of body armour is the breastplate of righteousness, And just like body armour, it's designed to protect the vital organs and perhaps most importantly, the heart. Now your heart is not just a physical organ in your body, but it's also at the heart of your spiritual being, quite literally. But again, just like body armour, it needs to be worn with the helmet of salvation too. Righteousness and salvation, okay, they're complex terms perhaps, but they certainly go together and they need to fit uniquely to you and to me, again, just like our physical armour. Well, we're thinking this one through and asking, does my armour fit? Takeaway number two. Paul was crystal clear that our battle, our spiritual battle, is not against flesh and blood, 
but against the demonic forces of darkness and the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Now all evil is demonic. It comes directly from Satan, who is very real, totally deceptive. And the Bible says he comes only to steal, kill and destroy. Perhaps the one bit of spiritual armour that isn't mentioned is the equivalent of our night vision goggles, so we can see where the enemy, Satan, is at work, seeking our spiritual discouragement and ultimately our demise. But we know that if we keep our spiritual eyes wide open, we can sense when we're under attack and protect ourselves with the full armour of God. Finally, takeaway number three. Now, I don't know whether you noticed from the reading, but Paul's encouragement, no, really, it was an order that we were to put on the full armour of God in order that we, at the last day, might stand our ground. Paul talks evocatively about holding high the shield of faith with which to extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. And then when you've done everything, he says, you will stand firm. You know, it occurred to me that if each one of us stands shoulder to shoulder with our shields of faith, well, we're not just providing protection for ourselves. No, a shield is as much a tool of protection for others as it is for yourself. There have been moments in my life, times when my spiritual shield arm is exhausted. And it's been in those times when the shield of faith of my buddies, those who are standing with me in the faith, have protected me from the flaming arrows, and likewise, at other times, me for them. You know, being faithful to God is a team task. It's no solo sport. We need to rely on each other, trust each other to have our backs, spiritually as well as physically. Satan is an expert sniper, if nothing else, and the devil waits just like a sniper waits for just the right moment of exposure, vulnerability, before his, he fires his evil arrow. Look out for each other. Stand firm with each other. And then, as Paul says, after you've done everything, at the last day, you will stand. So there we are, three takeaways from Ephesians 6 to ponder as we turn now to a time of prayer. And so we come to a time of prayer, asking for God's protection, his armour over our forces deployed and serving at home and for our families and friends who support us as we do so. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we don't have to face all that life throws at us alone, but that you promise to be with us wherever we go. You watch over us when we're awake and when we're asleep. You guide our ways and direct our paths. You strengthen our hearts to serve you as we strive for peace and you lift us up when we fail and when we fall down. We ask for your protection over us, members of the British Army, and the safekeeping of those loved ones that we care for. In whatever circumstances we find ourselves, help each one of us to put our trust in you and to receive your love for us day by day. And Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Teach us, good Lord, to serve you as you deserve 
To give and not to count the cost. To fight and not to heed the wounds. To toil and not to seek for rest. To labour and not to ask for any reward, save that of knowing that we do your will. And the traditional words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. So there we have it, the 20th of 23 episodes of the Padres podcast for 2023. This, the Remembrance Special podcast, answering the question, Remembrance, does your armour fit? My thanks to Trooper Lomalagi for his reading and his willingness to make a contribution to the Padres podcast whilst he completes his training here in Bovington. I wish him all the best as he prepares to join the Household Cavalry in the very near future. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. As I said, all of the previous episodes of the Padres podcast are there for you to browse on Spotify or on your own chosen podcast platform. They're all around 20 minutes in length, so hopefully short enough for a quick listen. So do feel free to take a look. After Remembrance, we look, of course, forward to Advent and Christmas. And the theme of the next podcast will be a look at Advent, which is focused not on the first coming of Christ at Christmas, but on his second coming. So we'll ask the question, Advent, what are we looking forward to? If that whets your appetite, then look out for the 21st episode for this year, which will be published on Friday the 24th of November. Now, if you follow Padre's podcast on Spotify or subscribe on your own podcast platform, then each episode will be there waiting for you when it lands fortnightly on Fridays and you'll get a notification on your device. Until next time, therefore, I'm going to finish this episode with a reminder of verses 10 and 11 from the sixth chapter of Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Well, as a padre, I need to practice what I preach. I too need to put on the full armour of God in my life if I'm to be found standing at the last day. My pledge to you is that as far as it depends on me, I'm going to resolve to live at peace with everyone for the rest of 2023. That's our goal. And you need to hold me to that and pray that God will give me his willpower to stick to that resolution to live at peace. Now, this is Padre Matt and this is the Padre's Podcast. <laughs>